This is lawyer Stu Jenkins here at K News 98.5's Slow County Public Policy and the Law. One of the things before the break that I mentioned that was I wanted to ask you about alternatives to districting. Yes, well, I think that um, district elections are one remedy um, when you have uh, these sorts of issues. And what, what I would say, too, is that I have always found um, individuals who are elected to local office, whether I agree with them philosophically or ideologically or practically on all issues is a totally different question. But I, I genuinely think that they are motivated by a desire to serve the public and um, for an improved uh, city or school district. P- people aren't doing this uh, for the money, that, that's for sure. So, um, so I think that, um, uh, so, so as I said, our concern has always been not with the individuals who serve on, um, uh, on city uh, councils, school boards, and also special district boards. Um, but our concern is the method of election and trying to ensure broader representation of individuals from, from all groups, all socioeconomic groups, um, and all geographical uh, areas of a, of a community. So how do you do that um, without districting? Okay, so some of the things you can do um, that uh, have been part of efforts in a variety of communities um, would be one, um, an, an issue that I'm very concerned about is that um, it's just very difficult for people to serve on elected boards and put in the amount of time and effort and not receive anything for it or a stipend of a few hundred dollars a month or something like that. It, it's hard. I mean, if you want to do a good job on a school board, you know, it, it can be five or ten hours a week. And, and, and as I said, to read the reports, go to meetings, meet with constituents. Um, and if you want to be a good city council member, it can be 10 to 20 hours a week. Um, and uh, serving on a, on a special district, similarly, you know, can be easily five so, hours. So, what do you what do you think uh, would uh, would work to broaden that? Uh, more more members of a city council than the the usual five, or no? no I, I think that it would be individuals who are in elective office should receive higher stipends for their participation. Ah. Um, for the most part, in the state of California. Um, uh, for school districts and special districts, they're set by state law, and they were set many decades ago at, you know, as I say, 400 to $600 a month. I think for a school board, it's $600 a month. That's what it was when I was on the school board 30 years ago, and it was, you know, low then. Is that I, I, I think that there's merit to, um, to government agencies to the extent they can, making it easier for people to, even you know, eighteen hundred a, a month or something You're like that. You're suggesting making it a someone real... has you know, and, and particularly people who are raising families, working themselves. I mean, it, it, it's something that our society is different than it was decades ago. And w- what happened was, to some extent, um, the and, and I don't think the district elections effort has played itself out in terms of. It's going to. It's only in recent years, two or three election cycles, really started to be implemented in the state, and I, and I think it's going to be a few more before it really, well, you know, I, is implemented. I agree but, with you. But, the the uh, it, once one of these statutes gets uh, adopted, it takes uh, 
a generation for uh, towns and cities and school districts to uh, to essentially come up to speed on them. Um, it, it takes time, yeah. and I, I wouldn't say a generation, but but it takes an electoral generation, which I would say is ten years or something like that, um, because people were elected under the old system, the old sorts of political communities will continue their circumstance for a while. I mean, it, 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 it's fascinating to watch. Now, one, so, of, the, one of the things I noticed uh, in, the, in the California Voting Rights Act is uh, that, that uh, private action is authorized. So any, any voter can bring one of these right. in, a, in a city or a school district. Um, and the uh, uh, section, election code section 14030, uh, about attorney's fees and costs sets it up so that um, the plaintiff, this is to encourage people to bring these actions, of course, uh, to get districting where it should be. Uh, the plaintiff gets their attorney's fees and costs, and the defending uh, city or school district uh, cannot get their attorney's fees and costs, um, even if they win. In a in litigation, and and so this is designed to encourage an organization like your own to uh, actually bring the gospel of districting to uh, uh, to places where it's needed. Absolutely, and we've never gone to litigation because we think that is a expensive and time-consuming um, approach for for government agencies. And as I said, if you can agree to, if, if an agency will agree on a remedy for um, uh, representation issues, then, um, then there's no litigation that's required. And we've never gone to litigation. And that isn't to say we wouldn't under the right circumstances. Right. But we, we think that's an unnecessary expense for government agencies. And as I said, we've, we've tried to keep the costs as low as possible to government agencies. But, but you've been fairly effective in implementing uh, districting throughout uh, various parts of California. And I, uh, uh, how, how, uh, how has your implementation worked? Well, basically, um, our approach is that um, we have individuals, we, we, as I said, we started in, um, uh, just one other comment I'd made is, so, so I do think that, that higher pay for government officials would make a big difference. Um, and then the third thing is, is that if government agencies would just do more outreach to get people to run for office and pay for voter statements and things like that, I, I, so, so I think there are things that can be done to encourage more people to run that aren't you know, super difficult. Um, as, as I said, we, we started out in Santa Barbara and then kind of branched out into uh, Ventura mm -hmm. and uh, San Luis Obispo counties, where we know a lot of people and a lot of people knew of us. And um, particularly in Santa Barbara County, I think we've worked with about 15 different government agencies to implement district elections. And um, we, we didn't receive any, you know, financial, exp you know, reimbursement from government agencies for our costs in about half of those. So it's something that... Um, uh, and, and as I said, we kind of by word of mouth, people in the Tri-Counties area have, have heard of us. And so then we started to move up into San Luis Obispo County and then also in Ventura County. 
And then we have individuals that we've been involved in uh, with who've, who've known of our activities also in Santa Cruz um, and in uh, Humboldt uh, County and, uh, um, and in Kern County. And, uh, uh, and we've kind of focused originally, in addition to the tri-counties, on uh, college government agencies. I, I teach at UCSB, and we had individuals who were just more involved in those areas. And so we've, we've been involved with a number of community college districts transitioning from, uh, uh, from uh, at-large elections to district elections um, and, and implementing other methods of trying to uh, increase uh, outreach and, and representation. Now, now what um, uh, what communities in uh, San Luis Obispo County have you been able to uh, Okay, we, work we worked with? with the Paso Robles School District, um, City of Arroyo Grande, uh, uh, City of Grover Beach, um, and then also um, we w worked with, uh, we currently are in process with uh, City of Atascadero um, and we were also uh, involved with uh, one of the um, special districts, which then, after we became involved, then implemented district elections on its own. So, which was good. And then, you know, we were not involved in that. And um, was that the so, Port, Port San Luis Harbor District? Uh, Port San Luis Harbor District. Yes. No, there was there was a different one too that wasn't. Thank you. You, you reminded me. <laughs> the um, uh, it's just because uh, I was, was a commissioner there. Decades ago, so I, okay, it, it it wasn't the Oceano Community Services District, but it, there's another community services district that uh, we kind of advised, and then their board mm -hmm. decided to um, implement district elections before we really got to the point of um, being in official contact with them. So you try um, you try to do outreach to uh, convince them uh, that districting would be. Uh, superior form of government uh, before you you do uh, the uh, the letter that says you you better do it or else yeah we, we've done both approaches um, and in, in Santa Barbara County we sent out a letter to all the school districts with a background on district elections and say hey you guys should all consider this or else you know you know you could very well find yourself subject to a district elections challenge and I think I said 15 government agencies had done it, and I think seven of them were school districts. And well, that's that's impressive, Lenny, and we're, we're going to talk about more of them after the break here. Great. I look forward to it. Stay tuned, because we're going to have more on districting. 